welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to a special edition of Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, uh, on this episode, we are uh, doing a, a holiday celebration, uh, releasing a handful of episodes over this week and next week. Uh, that will be a different plot line. So, uh, first of all, I want to kind of introduce everyone that is here. So, we have our regulars from, from the normal podcast. Uh, we have Jessica. Say hi. Hi. We have Brandon. Howdy. We have Chris T. Hello. And Chris B. Hey, everyone. And we have a special guest who none of you have heard from before uh, named Gus. Hey! Is that my cue? Yeah, that, that was <laughs> okay, your cue. Cool. <laughs> I didn't screw it up already, right? <laughs> that is the most Gus intro ever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so, Gus, we're going to go ahead and start with you. So, uh, you, your character is Ignatius. Do you want to give us sort of the uh, elevator pitch for who Ignatius is before we dive into this? Sure. So Ignatius Nightfellow is a fun-loving, good-meaning, chaotic, good-ish character uh, that uh, means well, but uh, things very rarely go to plan. All right. Also lots of fire. Excellent. Excellent. So we are going to start out. Uh, Ignatius, you are in a battle against a massive army of the dead. Your party that you were adventuring with has fallen, uh, either are unconscious, dying, or possibly dead. Uh, at this stage, you're not sure. Using the last of your remaining pyromantic energy, you charge up and throw the most powerful fireball you can at your enemies. Unfortunately... What appears to be a necromancer at the opposite end of the field, uh, utilizing his magic, ends up turning the fireball around and sending it back in your direction. You use some magic to try to reduce what you expect would be the fire coming at you, close your eyes, and brace for the impact. Just as you believe it would be about to explode, everything goes quiet. You open your eyes and realize that you're sitting in a room. It has white walls and white ceiling, a rather drab-colored carpet on the floor with a simple yet repeating pattern. You find yourself sitting on a wooden chair with a rather comfy cushion on the seat. You see dozens of chairs in the room, a few of which are occupied by nondescript people. Across from you is a centaur. It's sitting with its hind legs on the floor. Its front legs are standing. It appears to be reading some sort of a paper with a large fold in it. What our listeners would recognize as a newspaper. Or maybe not. <laughs> or maybe. Yeah, who knows? It tips one corner of it down, uh, looks at you for a moment. You see a spectacles on its face, uh, sees nothing of interest as it looks at you and, and folds its newspaper back up and goes back to reading. There's a small potted plant in the corner. It has a waxy looking, uh, or waxy, waxy looking leaves on it. Uh, it's difficult to tell if the plant is real or not. Uh, <laughs> could be. Do not kill the plant. There, there, it, there are a set of double doors with a red light above the frame. Uh, there, on the on another wall, there is a single wooden door. Both doors are otherwise nondescript. There is a desk in one corner of the room with a woman sitting at it, uh, typing her uh, typing on some sort of metallic device in front of her. Her hair done up in some sort of a bee style hairdo. And she's wearing cat eye style glasses. The last thing you also notice about this room is that there is a sign that says, You are here now. Welcome. Uh, I go to the centaur. He folds down his paper again and says, Can I help you? I don't know. Ken, what's going on here? You'll have to wait your turn. Oh, uh, there's a line? If you if you can uh, please sit down and somebody will be with you momentarily. The lady in the uh, at the desk asks you to politely sit down. Uh, I sit down cross-legged on the floor. Okay. So uh, where can can you tell? We're here. Can you tell me where here here is here? 
It'll be all explained momentarily. Okay. And she pushes up her glasses again. All right. Uh, a, re- a red light turns on above the double doors. And uh, uh, a moment later, the a, the door below the, the double doors, uh, one, of the, one side of it opens up and the red light turns off. Out of the door comes a well-dressed male human wearing a gray suit, a brimmed hat, and a red tie over a white collared shirt underneath. He gestures towards you and says, Ignatius Nightfellow, I presume? Yes, uh, still am Ignatius Nightfellow. Uh, I guess, maybe, I don't know. You're, you're late. So I'm, normally I would give you a, a full orientation and show you around, but we're a bit uh, short on time. Come, come with me, please. And he gestures towards the other door. Uh, not the double doors, but the side door. It says, please follow me. I start following him, and I'm like, I'm late. I'm, how, I mean, that's not out of the ordinary to not particularly be on time. But, I mean, where? What's going on here? Can you? Please, have a seat. And he, he, after he opens the door, he, that you, you see a, another desk inside the side room uh, with one chair behind the desk and one chair in front of the desk. And he gestures for you to sit in the chair in front of the desk. Uh, I sit in the chair. He goes and sits behind the desk, uh, opens one of the drawers, pulls out an envelope, opens it up, looks at it, and then says, Okay, so your orientation is currently being held with the other recruits, so I'll try to make this brief so we can get you there. So, welcome to Aegis. Uh, This is the Agency for Eon Guided Interception and Security. You are here because you suffered a magical mishap which displaced you in time. I do apologize about all the mishaps that you have had. We at Aegis are the cause of many of them. What? Wait, 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 what? Are you, are when, okay, okay. When I made that guy disappear by throwing a fireball at him, that was you? Indirectly, yes. What do you, indirectly? Do you know how much? How much I I had to put up with people hating on me? I understand completely. We'll explain further later. But I, I need I need to get on to, with the rest of your orientation, or else the rest of your group is going to leave without you. Sounds like I've got lots of choices. Like you know, you just interfering with everything that happens in my life, and then not telling me about it. But no, no, no fine. Keep going. Yeah, we're good here. So normally, individuals that are displaced in time or those causing problems with the timeline are simply eliminated. Um, However, due to your lineage and your raw power, you've always been more of a risk, and that's why we've both kept tabs and controls on you. Those controls are what inadvertently causes your mishaps. So I'm supposed to say thank you for not killing me? Yes. I mean, if if, if not killing you is your intended outcome, then yes, it is particularly prefer staying alive then you are quite welcome thank you i'm not sure how that in exchange is supposed to normally happen but normally the thank you comes first and then the yeah. you're welcome happens but that what here can i say except you're welcome <laughs> so our our job at aegis and your job as well provided you accept our offer is to prevent disruptions to the timeline mm-hmm. um if something needs to happen, we make sure that it happens. If something needs to not happen, we make sure it doesn't. And in some scenarios, the damage can't be undone, and we need to correct it as best we can. Uh, let, let me try to make this as easy as, as easy to explain to, to well, to, to you as a mortal, kind of how, how it works. So he opens up a different drawer on the desk, pulls out a piece of string, and holds it up and says, All right, so imagine this string is the timeline. Okay, so there are things that are happening all around. There are things that are happening here above the timeline, below the timeline, around it that don't interact with the timeline whatsoever. And because they don't don't intersect or interact with it, they are not our concern. Uh, there are some events that can disrupt or even damage the timeline. And he pulls out a, uh, a blade out of one of his pockets and cuts the string. Both, so- both sides of the string kind of limply fall to to the sides and he goes so when the timeline is damaged the timeline or when the timeline is damaged time itself can begin to collapse uh, similar to how you see here with the string so you can repair the timeline and he ties the, the middle of the string back together um, but as you can see the string is not as long 
there's less time to be able to work with. You break and repair the timeline a few hundred times, and time just simply collapses into a ball and ceases to function. So you understand the, the, the importance and purpose of, of maintaining the timeline. I understand perfectly. It says it, yeah, perfectly clear. Excellent. I'm looking so around this, the room to see if somebody's playing a joke on me. There is, there's literally you and this guy in the room. So this is our purpose. We watch the timeline, and if someone seeks to damage the timeline or poses a threat to the timeline, as you have potential to do, uh, we either eliminate them or recruit them as members of Aegis. So I guess I will make you the offer. Would you like to join Aegis, or would you like to be eliminated? Ah, oh, boy, that's a tough choice. I, I guess I'll join Aegis. Excellent. Do I get like, um, a badge or something? Actually, yes. Really? So, uh, come with me. So he walks you out into the other room. So you walk out back out to the main room. And he says, Anos, uh, can you please uh, provide Ignatius with his pin? And then we can escort him towards the uh, orientation room for his first mission. Certainly. And she lifts underneath and pulls out a, uh, like, opens a drawer, pulls out a little pin, and hands it over. Uh, it's a pin that simply shows the word Aegis, uh, A-E-G-I-S, in the Ignin language. Uh, do I don't read Ignin? Yeah, you do. Ignin's oh. your native language. Oh, oh, it's... Okay. <laughs> oh, that! I'm so good at this game. Um, do you put the pin on? Oh, it's a pin! Yes, it's like a brooch, like a brooch style <laughs> I pin. I thought it was a pen. Oh, no. <laughs> we had that problem last game a year ago. Uh, uh, it wasn't the first time. Uh, is it like a magnetic... Is it how I say it? No, it's just because I can't hear the difference between pen or pen. Apparently, yes, I say I... engine wrong. My wife was making fun of me incessantly for that today. Engine. Yeah, she she thinks I say it with an I instead of an E. But... It does sound like you say it with an I. Anyway, we're off topic. So, <laughs> circling back. Yeah, so I put um, I put the pe- the the pin I put the pen on. Okay. Um. So, uh, at that point, when you put it on, uh, looking at Anos, she now looks different. Uh, Anos, would you like to go ahead and describe what you look like? So, um, I am a sphinx, uh, is my species. Ah! I have... That's pretty much oh, my reaction. Calm down, calm down, calm down. It's, it's fine. She, like, holds up a paw. She's like, it's fine. It's... I, the, the pin that you're wearing shows me how I really am. Okay. Uh, I it's look all over. Right. I, I, we'll explain. I slowly look over at the other dude. Uh, the centaur. Yeah. No, not the centaur. The other guy. Oh, uh, he still looks like he did before. Still looks like a human. He still looks. He still looks human. Okay. His his pin that he's wearing though is of a different color. So yours is silver, uh-huh. and his is a sort of a gold gold or brass like color. And then uh, mine's a different color. No, yours is also silver. Oh, was. mine's silver also. Yeah. I couldn't remember what mine was. Um, so uh, she is a, a sphinx, but she walks, somehow manages to walk upright. So she walks on her two back legs. Uh, and she's kind of a uh, sandy color. Um, she has hair. Um, it's a dark hair, but it's actually in the beehive that she, or the, like the style that she was wearing earlier. And she's still wearing glasses somehow because that's just how she is. Um, (laughs) and she's wearing a very professional skirt and blouse with a vest over it. And it's kind of got ruffle at the neck. Uh, it's, it's a blue color. It's looks very good on her, but she's just very looks put together. Well, um, that was unexpected. It's okay. You'll get used to it. It happens all the time. You randomly you... change shapes? Well, no, the yeah. simply the, the wearing the pen. I, I, I get that, but Ignite qu- hasn't quite put that together. That's fair. No, no, he, but he's explaining that in-game. Is, oh. is the, the, the guy next to <laughs> goes, he goes, 
This pin, they point to the pin in your chest, shows the members of Aegis as they truly are. Oh. So, um, while, and also, it disguises who you are to people who are not. So if, uh-huh. uh, as, as, a, uh, as an Ifrit yourself, it mm-hmm. will disguise, you know, when we go to places where Ifrit are not common, mm-hmm. it will disguise you as something else that would be native to that area. Interesting. Does it work with invisibility? No. Well, I mean, if you are invisible, then uh, you are still invisible. It doesn't see. It doesn't show invisibility. No, it does not break through invisibility. If that's oh. what you're asking. Okay. 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 Um. Okay. So you this... also notice the machine that Anos was typing on, despite that she has large paws. Was a she was typing on it no problem. There's words that she typed out on the paper, and she had, despite the fact that her large paws just kind of slapping on the keyboard of the typewriter, um, it somehow she had no difficulty whatsoever in operating the typewriter. Fascinating. This uh, has been a weird day. You get used to it. I'm sorry. Uh, gets- How do you type with your, like, the the keys are like this, and then your mm-hmm. paws are like this for those playing the home game what gus just did (laughs) (laughs) is he made a little round circle with his hand for the keys and a big big circle with both hand round circle with his hands uh for her paws interestingly enough it was twice the size of his face so i don't know if honors paws paws are are not that big okay they're big but they're like they're definitely paws do you like They're use like, your fingernail? Like not your fingernail, because I don't know your paw nail. Like, do you use the tip of your nails to put? To... I I don't really have, I don't really have any. And then she like gestures, and their claws come out. She like, ah, um, I always forget I have those. So so how do how do you depress the the key? I I'm, I'm I sorry. I don't really to... think about it that much. Hey, uh, the 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 other guy looks at Arnold and goes, I'm sorry to interrupt the conversation, but we do have a, a, ti- a deadline we need to keep. Here. Oh, of so, course, of course. Ig- we'll Ignatius, explain later. Ignatius, if you'll follow me, please. I've, okay, well. Did you want me to attend, sir, or? No, I think you're good here staying, staying in the waiting room. Okay. Um, so he walks through the doors, holds open the w- one side of the double doors for you to uh, walk through. I continue to follow. Because why not? Uh, as you walk through the doors, you see a massive facility on the other side. There are these large metal walkways that are at varying heights. Both are above and below you. Uh, there are several individuals walking around of a wide variety of uh, different uh, races and species. Uh, and tons of these sphinxes that just look like the secretary I knows that you just left behind in the previous room. Wearing different costumes, though. Wearing lots and <laughs> lots of different outfits. Uh, in fact, the sphinxes are probably the majority of all the people that you see. We're very uh, efficient. Da- uh, you see a, a sort of a pit area between some of the um, sections. It, the uh, gestures down there says, down there is where uh, our data is processed, so we know where timeline breaches are coming. Hmm. And uh, there's several of the sphinxes that are just typing away at, at typewriters, and occasionally one walks by and rips off a page off the typewriter and walks away with it. Uh, he continues on down the walkway, uh, Jester's at another place. He goes, this is one of the most popular places here at Aegis. Uh, this is the Rollo's Coffee Shop. Uh, excellent coffee here. So, uh, And when you look up at the uh, logo for Rollo's Coffee, it's an image of Anos, the Sphinx, but kind of in sort of a, a sepia tone uh, with saddlebags full of coffee beans and giving like a double thumbs up with her paws. <laughs> um, at this point, uh, as you walk up there, uh, he goes, oh, and by the way, my name is Agent Lance. A- Agent Lanes? Lance. Lance. Oh, Agent Lance. Correct. Oh, yes. Pl- pleasure to meet you. Uh, if, you'd, if you'd like to grab a cup of coffee, uh, feel free to, to have one. Um, uh, and I'm quite fine. Uh, I'm not a fan of, of yeah. the coffee. At this point, um, uh, another Anos walks up, this one wearing like a blue vest. And uh, he goes, so uh, Anos here will give you a brief tour of the facility on the way over to the orientation room. I'm going to go get the remaining paperwork. Uh, you will be assigned under Agent Felix Ganther. 
Um, and I will meet you at the orientation room shortly. So uh, please follow Anos, and uh, I will see you over there. This Anos looks exactly like the other Anos. Other than that she's wearing a blue vest and, you know, a different outfit, but otherwise I'd, exactly identical, I, yes. Didn't I just – like, hold on a second, mm-hmm. Agent Lance. Like, like, did, did, there's, like, they all look the same. There's we this. are all the same. You are you are S- all the same. Still explain. I'll, I will see you over there. I, I do have to run and grab the. All right, take care, Agent Lance. All right. So he he walks off. There was a, how shall we say, mishap with time, and uh, uh, I was split into many many time uh, lines, and so when I'm not in the timelines in the regular world, I'm here. Okay, so how many anos? We don't are know. There? Really, it's it's unknown. How many? They come. In, we come and go as we you as we need to. And it doesn't concern you when you disappear from. No, it happens. It it happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. That's a heck We're of a thing. We're used to it. Do you guys? But we get to. What? Could you, do you guys coordinate outfits or like what if you both like wore the same thing one day? Generally we don't. We try not to because it messes with people. Yeah, 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 you could say that. I, it's not that And you may find that uh different on noses have different personalities. Uh-huh. Um there's uh as as uh as you're walking, you pass the gift shop and there's a bunch of anos in different outfits. They're all dressed up in different. I, I like auto stuffed ways. animals. Yeah, yeah, they're like little stuffed animals. And they're very collectible. Huh. And behind the the counter is um, a uh, another Anos who has dark hair and somehow dyed her actual fur to be very mm-hmm. dark. Has very dark eyeliner. She's just very glum looking. So basically, the Spice Girls. You got sporty Anos, goth Anos. <laughs> I guess. And for kids who are listening, go ask your parents. This time, actually, go ask your parents. Yeah, this yeah, is you, actually your, a your thing. parents actually will know on this one, and will be willing to tell you. So, yeah, no, we uh, we we work around here. Um, and Rallo's uh, brand coffee is our the the cafe is very. Uh, it's a very good place to be. Um, the the this area of uh, Aegis does change frequently, so there's really no maps. So okay. I just, if you have any questions or need to get someplace and you don't know where you're going, mm-hmm. uh, ask Ananos. We know where everything is. So um, where where is here here, like here? Like, it's a different time. Not here, like this spot, like here in the, the general area of where we are here. I don't really understand. Are you talking about where Aegis is or where we are in Aegis? Yeah, yeah. Well, not where. Oh, Aegis is a place? Uh, kind of. It's hard to explain. Can you try? Uh, it's going to confuse you. Okay, fair enough. But, um, so right now you're in the main hall Mm -hmm. and then off the, the main hall, um, there's different departments. Mm -hmm. Like there's the, you saw the typing department and she gestures with one paw back where you came, where you saw everybody typing. Uh, and then there's the coffee shop and there's the food court, uh, which is really good. I do recommend it. That you should try the frozen yogurt place. It's really good. Okay. Uh, do you know what frozen yogurt is? Do you have it in your time? No, I have no idea what frozen yogurt you is. You should try it out. It's really good. Okay. Uh, she just gets really intense about it. Okay. Um, I... And then there's, as she's walking on her back paws, uh, she points over at one side there's a gadget department there's a clothing department or the costume department uh she's just just gesturing wildly okay um and it's okay 
do you need do you need to sit down? No, Are you gonna be okay? I'm, I'm quite I'm, no, I'm good. I'm I'm okay. just uh, okay. So you will be um, going out into the regular timeline. Thank God. Um, you, you well, it will not be your timeline. Oh, okay. It will be other timelines. Well, other other sections of the timeline it you, you won't be going back to where you are i won't be going back to where i am Wait. well where you're where you were from where i are from where we're from okay but uh, when when i go back am i go okay it, will i ever go back uh you won't be going back to your timeline Right, but at, at this at, at this point, uh, you've you've now reached the area where the orientation room is, and you see mm-hmm. orientation on the wall, or on the door. And uh, uh, Agent Lance walks back up and goes, "So, are you more confused or less confused? Massively at this point? more confused. But apparently, okay. uh, frozen yogurt's a thing. I have no, yeah. Oh, the frozen it's... yogurt here is excellent. I, I do recommend. Y'all are pushing. We make it ourselves. Yogurt. This... I mean everything." If you're if you're an agent of Aegis, all, all our resources here are free to, to anyone who needs them. So, all right. Well, this you all are lovely um, beings, and I, I appreciate your. Gen- There's actual normal people running around. Yeah. Too. It's not just. Oh, it's not. It's not just a a butt ton of anises. Oh. Well, there is. No, it's, it's it is. It's, if you imagine the population of Aegis is probably seventy five percent anos. But here is the, the orientation room. I believe its orientation is already underway. So if you'll come with me, um, Anos, please also come with. Yes, sir. And she salutes with her paw. And uh, he opens the door, and in there, uh, standing at the uh, head of the room, is uh, Felix. Uh, do you want to go ahead and describe what you look like? Sure. Um, Felix is kind of still got his medieval garb. It's kind of like his one connection to his past. Um, So he's got kind of leather armor, and underneath the leather armor um, is the blue cloth. So you kind of see a a hood of blue. The entire uh, tunic and and breeches are blue. And uh, across his uh, back are some short handles. Um, You can see a a couple of, of knives strapped to his back. Uh, they're a little bit longer than normal knives. Um, he has he has a stern face on, like he's like he's tired, and he really doesn't want to be here right now. Uh, but he's just a regular human, is what he looks like. Tall, tallish, um, a lighter complexion. This is um, a big change for you. A lot, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> deep circles under his eyes. Um, and then also sitting at one of the tables in the room is a. Uh, a very large guy. Um, if Friedrich, do you want to go ahead and uh, describe what your character looks like? Absolutely. Uh, I have uh, long, I guess you could say blonde locks of hair. Flowing uh, <laughs> locks. I have Glorious. a very, you know, a very, exactly. Um, you know, I have a very, very long, luscious blonde beard as well um it also very it it blows in a wind that's yet unseen (laughs) you're absolutely correct i thought that was going Uh, somewhere completely different and kids go ask their parents elves are running around with with fanning him the whole time not not quite but uh no i have i definitely have a uh you know a very muscular build um i don't have a shirt on uh you can see that i'm just ripped to all get out uh and i kind of have just kind of this this expression of i don't know you might i don't have a very welcoming expression we'll just say that so just Rough. like real life yeah, that's about right. Oh, that was mean. Well, kind of. No, that, that's about. That's about fair. So, well, um, he, he did just call his friend ripped. So you know that's you and go. flowing locks. You know, so it's all good. So, a- anyway, um, so I know we discussed a little bit what your character personality is like, uh, Ignite. But what what do you look like physically as you walk into oh, the room? Uh, I'm an Ifrit. Um, 
So what I, does that mean? Uh, it's like a, a a fire, a fiery like dragonkin ish type. Um, I do you have scales? Uh, yeah, but like uh, not not it's not uh, my scales aren't quite noticeable. Um, I am shorter than most Efrits, um, but that you would never know that unless you know what Efrits are. Um, and uh, I'm wearing a robe, rather nondescript robe. It's nothing really exciting. Um, you know, it just kind of just like a unimpressive looking young Efrit. Okay. So, so for those playing the home game, is that like a uh, human? Efrits look like humans, or Efrits have a so purple tinge to them, or so. what do Efrits look like? So they're they're they they generally have like red skin, and they okay. have sort of orangey red hair. Uh, cool. It almost looks like fire, but it, it's obviously not fire; it's hair. Okay. Um, and uh, they they tend to be a little bit shorter than than most people. Uh, and uh, Ignatius is even shorter than a normal Ifrit. Not short enough to count as size small, still size medium, but okay. Um, he's so, not Tegan short. Yeah. He's, yeah. Thanks. I mean, I, I mean, he, he's about one and a half Tegans oh, in height. We're not going to be able to measure t- anything in Tegans now. Good. So if you would just died. If you would imagine like a scaly dragon face ish, but okay. mapped onto a human body. Okay, cool. I got it. Alright. So, uh, Ignatius walks in. Uh, Friedrich is already sitting there, uh, looking somewhat frustrated and not wanting to be here. And uh, Felix is in the front. Agent Lance walks in and says, Alright, so... Uh, this is orientation, so uh, Agent Felix here is the agent in charge. He's uh, uh, been here for a while. I've uh, been on a number of missions. Uh, he's going to be the one guiding this mission. Um, Ignatius, you and Friedrich are new new recruits. You're rookies too, Aegis, which is why we paired you up with Felix. Uh, and you will also be issued your standard uh, nose, which is right here. Hello. Issued? A standard Anos? Have you gone through orientation there, Flaming? Nope, that's what uh, he's here for. So do you want to go ahead and give him a quick rundown, Felix? Wait a minute, you didn't take him through orientation? We don't. We, we, he was running late, and so I know we already ran Friedrich through orientation, but we, we don't have time because you have to get to your mission. Uh, of course, awesome. So let me answer the three big questions for you that they probably haven't answered for you. One, you're not dead. Okay. What, <laughs> what about that two, fireball? I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. Two, you can never go back. Wait, what? <laughs> you can never go back. You are an agent for life. You're stuck with us. Wait. Okay. And three, no, you're not dead. <laughs> so so I, just just don't just don't worry about it. You're an agent. We go on missions. Um, and agent, you're, agent, you're, yeah. yeah, but a- Agent Lance does pipe up at this point and say, well, the thing, it, it's not strictly accurate what uh, felix said you can go back if there is an assignment that takes you back to your your previous timeline but what but that go ahead but that's not what he's asking because y'all didn't explain this to me either when i first came he can't go back to his regular life the life of an agent is your new life you would have died if this if whatever happened to you didn't happen so now you're an agent for life okay 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 so i'm not quite we have great benefits yeah yeah okay i'm not quite (laughs) dead yet but if i did not agree i would end up dying in that timeline so no no they don't they don't do that here they don't just kill you they eliminate you which means you never existed oh so either you're an agent or they wipe you off the face of existence okay so okay all of your timeline okay Okay. It's pretty great, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds lovely. Yeah, but there's there's a couple of good things. We do uh, go out through time and make lives better. Sometimes it's a little hectic, a little crazy. Uh-huh. But we do keep everything squared away so that time doesn't unravel itself. So you're literally saving not just the world, but all of time. Well, okay. And frozen yogurt. Oh, yeah. There's that. There's some whatever. good coffee, some good 
good hot chocolate yeah. and some good yogurt. Have, yes. Have you have you tried the yogurt yet? I have. What is up with you guys and the yogurt? <laughs> My lord. <laughs> oh, it's 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 to die for. Oh, I see what you did. Is he the comedian here? <laughs> Apparently. I like uh, to think so I. What am. do we call? What do we call you there, uh, Flamers? Oh, uh, you don't mind him? I am. I am so sorry. Where are my manners? I go, go and die and <laughs> I forget all my manners. Uh, my name is Ignite. Uh, my, my, my parents named me Ignatius Knightfellow, but I prefer going by Ignite. Um, and uh, and I, okay. I am here now. Awesome. So I'm uh, Felix, that over there. Frederick, can we just call you Fred? Uh, yes, that's what I prefer. Thank you. Fred, okay, awesome. So we'll be traveling together. We try not to die together. I stick out my hand to shake Fred's hand. I <laughs> look at it, and I shake it. Hello. <laughs> this little hand and a massive... <laughs> <laughs> I try really so hard. Awesome. I try really hard to squeeze and impress him. At this point in time... Uh... <laughs> Agent, Agent Lance has finished setting up his briefcase, and he just kind of sets it on the table, and through some method that you're unable to see, it projects something up on the wall. Whoa! And he goes, all right. He goes, so, this over here, and he kind of, like, as he's just pointing at it, the image just keeps changing. He goes, this is going to be your current mission. So, this is the uh, country or kingdom or whatever you would like to call it of Hoff's Manor. Uh, this is over in the in the Ufenshard. Um... So there has been a disruption there that threatens to unravel their entire shard. Shard? Uh, unfortunately, shards are the different... Uh, so you have time, uh-huh. you have space, you uh-huh. have planes, and then further out from there you have shards. Okay. Think of it like another like uh, time and space loop. Uh-huh. It's a, uh-huh. uh, Some people might call it a parallel universe. Okay. If you know what a universe is. Not a clue. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard that it's, word before. <laughs> it's not. A, it's understanding that is not important. So moving on. As apparently everything else here. Go on. Uh, I the, told you we'd explain later. I told you never to say that around me ever again. <laughs> My first you week did, they said it 12 times. You didn't tell me that. No more. That's what? banned. All we, all you have to know is you're so mean. We're doing good, and frozen. That's yogurt. it. Frozen yogurt and good. Just leave it there. You see, Anos start pouting. Uh, I, 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 I'm starting to get a, a bad feeling in my gut about all this. Uh, <laughs> can I so, like sense motive or something? I mean, you, you, I'll give it to you for free. You don't have to roll it. Uh, okay. Uh, everyone here is a hundred percent honest. Okay. Um, Anos is too honest. Honest, Anos <laughs> has no has no capacity to lie that you're aware. Of. What about Agent Lancelot? Agent Lance is likely uh, withholding information, but you like, but based on your sense motive, you believe that it's probably for your own benefit as opposed to anything else. Hmm. As in, if he told you too much, it would pro- cause more problems than it would help. And you'd run screaming. So he goes. So the. Issue here uh, of the disruption appears to be a disruption to the lineage of the throne. Uh, that is the 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 the, the head or the the center of power in the kingdom of Hoff's Manor. So the ruler of Hoff's Manor has disappeared, um, which will end up causing a lot of disruption, including eventually a war, which will wipe out um, all the countries uh, or most of them anyway. At which point the rest will fall to civil war. Uh, that will end up in fighting in. Uh, forces from outside and eventually eliminating the entire shard. So uh, our goal is to prevent that initial, uh, uh, I guess, result from happening. Um, unfortunately, the the Ufen shard is the, one of the furthest out shards uh, from Aegis, so our temporal accuracy is not 100% accurate there. So we're going to try to get you as close to the event point as we can. So this what he what he yeah what he means is that Anos is going to take us to where we're supposed to go, in time and space. Anos doesn't always get it right on the times. Sometimes we're six months early. Sometimes we're six minutes six months late. 
sometimes we I can't try make not it there to be at all. Late. That's that's just me. It, it, yeah. Is it? Th- th- are there like better Anos? I mean, it would seem that there would be like an Anos rating system for how good Anos is. Agent Lance goes. There I'm is very an, good. There, Thank you. There is an Anos rating <laughs> system, but we don't share that with the Anoses. What? You have a rating system? Well, Regardless of that, d- did we get a good? You all seem wonderful to me. Do you... so I, 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 I lean. Oh, you sweet talker. I lean over to Agent and I'm like, did we get a good one or a bad one? Sorry, yeah. I should do that in the mic. Did we get a good one or a bad one? She's in the top they're, half. Uh, he, he, they're he, all the same. <laughs> Agent Lance says she is in the top half. Okay. <laughs> she just smiles at you like, ah. Um, so... Uh, do you have any initial questions about the Kingdom of Hoff's Manor before uh, Anno sends you there? What kind of people are they? Are they humanoid? They are almost entirely humanoid. There is, uh, depending on how accurate the time uh, travel is, there is also another unique species that only exists within the Kingdom of Hoff's Manor. does not exist across any other shard. What are uh, they called? They don't really have a name. What do they look like? Uh, they don't have a consistent appearance. Uh, each individual is of a unique appearance. Honestly, it's going to take me more time to explain than just for you to see it for yourself. All right. Are there any other time cops coming? Uh, it would be Felix, Fred, and Ignatius. And I mean, baddies. Are there any bad guys? Are there, uh, you know, agencies uh, that are t- bad that are trying to do something opposite? We, uh, none of the opposing agencies that we're aware of have uh, detected this yet, and if we can resolve it quickly enough, we believe that it should be should be resolved in due time. Excellent. Resolved. Yes. So back on track. This is this is one of those examples I told you about earlier, where we can't we unlikely are going to be able to prevent the temporal disruption. So this is going to be an effort to fix it. So we know, as far as, as far as we can tell, that the uh, the the ruler of the kingdom has disappeared. Uh, your job is to figure out where they're at and bring them back. Okay, bring them back here. No, bring them back to rule on the throne. Okay. Put things right, in other words. Okay. Correct. You will, you will fix them the back on that throne. And do, okay. Uh, do, do, do you have any information about how or what happened? Or No, we figured that all out on the ground. Okay. All right. Well, without further ado, we, we, we need to get you going before our window closes because we can only access this shard uh, every once in a while, uh, being one of the furthest out ones. So we only have a very limited window. Uh, your contact back with us here at headquarters will be limited until the end of your mission. Uh, we will try to send anything we can, but again, uh, communication is only when certain things align. Okay. Uh, we have to bounce off of other sh- other shards, and it if we don't do it right, you could end up scattered across a dozen shards and end up much like Anos. So it's not that bad. Awesome. All so, right, let's get out of here. Anyway, um, I, I Anos, I guess do do your stuff. So uh, everyone, go touch uh, Anno, Anos's back, and she will teleport us where we. She will move us to where we need to go. Oh, okay. and by the way, did any of you guys eat before this? I, I, I no. Okay, well, never mind. We're good. Yeah, just touch Anos's back. Okay. Is everyone ready? Yep. Is everyone ready? I yes. Yeah. I yep. reach out. Let's let's do this thing. Fred, we're not leaving until you tell me we're ready. Fred grabs my hand, puts it on her back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I see. Yeah, th- yes, absolutely. Let's go. All right. So, um, it's rather unceremonious. You just simply stop existing for a moment, and suddenly you start existing somewhere else. Um, and it's it's um. Unlike a fade in, fade out, or a going through a portal or anything like that, 
it's it's about as bad as like just a cut from like a TV show. You would, you know, for for those of the listeners, it's simply just you're at one place and then you're somewhere else. I have. Um, there's no perception of the in between. I have about the same reaction as when I saw Anos's true form for the first time. Ah! Um, oh, that yeah. was a smooth ride. And uh, everyone feels really everything went fine. There's no problems whatsoever. Um, and if anyone has eaten in the past day, immediately throw it up. Um, because uh, and and uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, uh, I guess Anos will explain why. Is that why you wanted me to eat the freaking frozen yogurt? No. Pick on the it new just guy? It's really good. No. It's just really good. I make a gagging motion, but then turn away and <laughs> choke it down. <laughs> Ooh, you're so, a tough one. When you, ulti- when you all look around, you find yourself in front of a very large manor-style castle with a steep, a steep peaked, snow-covered roofs. Which are Say broken that three up three times fast. I know, which are broken up only by the turrets and windows that look out over them. Uh, you are inside a set of castle walls. There are several older evergreen trees that are inside the courtyard. Uh, beyond the walls, you can see pretty much mostly evergreen trees and a few other uh, outcropping buildings that are around the, the area. Um, and then each of the trees that are inside the walls uh, are decorated with a variety of objects, uh, mostly made with pine cones or berries, but there appear to be a few wooden sculptures hanging from the branches, and other designs are also in the trees. Uh, furthermore, there also appear to be some strands of woven garland uh, that are among the largest of the trees. You also notice some of the local citizens, which mostly appear to be human. The rest of the population is almost entirely bipedal human-sized toys. Or, in some cases, uh, half the human height of toys. Uh, they consist of tin soldiers, walking wooden puppets, or pretty much anything else you can imagine. Um, other than the fact that they're all bipedal. And several other uh, similar beings uh, walk... or and, and they... And they walk among the rest of the uh, rest uh, of the populace pretty much as equals alongside the humans these toys appear to be fully autonomous and are citizens within the same right as the rest the entire scene that you see here in front of you seems extremely serene uh, but the serenity is quickly broken up by several shrill screams coming from inside the largest building right before you well I think that's where we need to go yep let's let's go uh, check it out. Um, don't worry. You're just right now. You're clothed as a commoner here in this particular area. That's all they can see. They can't actually see who you are, and kind of do a half trot over to the screaming to where I hear the screams. I start running towards the screaming. Follow. Uh, nose goes actually like actually starts running too. Okay. Running inside the building, you see uh, inside a great hall uh, immediately before you, the inside of it. There are tables throughout that are decorated in preparation for some sort of a large feast uh, with red tablecloths. Uh, It looks like there are platters set out, which would likely be intended for food at some later point, and there are several tall white candles that are lit. The candle flames, however, flicker from the combat that is occurring around them. Uh, there are several half-rat, half-human creatures battling with the royal soldiers uh, consisting of both humans and toys. Uh, you see these holes open effortlessly in the stone floors, revealing dirt tunnels below, uh, from which even more of these ratkin pour out. Three of them grab a well-dressed woman from the uh, dais in front of the building and pull her down into the, uh, into the hole. Another well-dressed toy man screams nearby, trying to pull the ratkin off the women unsuccessfully as they dive back into the hole, which closes behind them, leaving the stone as it was, somehow bearing absolutely no signs of the burrowing hole previously. Hmm. Uh, the rest of the holes quickly close short, or close quickly shortly after, um, and no more ratkin appear in the building. Uh, near the entrance where you entered, you find a lone toy soldier, this one dressed up as a nutcracker, uh, battling out the majority of the, the remaining ratkin alone. There are other uh, combats happening in other areas, but this one soldier seems to be battling the majority of them at this point. While, based upon the way he's holding himself, he seems extremely skilled, 
but he's also massively outnumbered and probably needs assistance. Um, would you like to go ahead and describe what you look like there? <clears throat> All right, so the best way to describe me is a very machine-like, almost steampunk for those who are aware, uh, looking nutcracker with a very agile and lithe-shaped body compared to the rest of the toys. Um, his weapon is a long, slender blade that is only sharpened on one side. The other side is blunt. He's dressed in black and red robes. The red is just small, intricate um, designs throughout. But you see him knowing, wearing no sort of armor or protection of any kind. Cool. Run over and, and help him out since he's the one in the most dire need and he's the closest. Okay. Yeah, I absolutely run. So as the group runs over to help out this uh, toy soldier nutcracker, um, we will come back and find out how that uh, assistance goes next time on our Aww. special holiday episodes of Paper Pencil Dice. So I'm just getting good. I know. Uh, so thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Uh, again, we will have several holiday episodes coming up, uh, released more frequently than normal at this point uh, over the over the uh, the holiday season here. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or want to reach out to us, uh, please send us an email at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, otherwise, until next time, have a happy holidays, and we'll keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.